0: Welcome back to another episode of the Fix Your Plate podcast on the Eat, Drink, and Dine Network. I'm Anella Malik. I'm here with my co-host, KJ Kearney, and we're here for a very special and highly controversial episode today. So I'm going to just put that out at the beginning. We're going to be talking about a social media food content creator personality called Darius Cooks. That's the name of his platform. You may know him from Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, he has millions of followers. And there has been an ongoing controversy on the internet involving him over basically the past month, I would say it's been about a month since this popped off. So I'll preface this. Everything we're going to be talking about today, these are just allegations that have been leveraged against this person. We don't know if any of them are true. We're not trying to slander anyone. And actually, if you listen to this episode, the majority of it is not going to focus on what Darius supposedly did, what we're concerned with is the response on the internet when uh, someone brought this to light. I think that's the most important part and something we uh, need to continue talking about because as we've seen, people have immense demands that they place upon recipe developers, content creators, influencers that they follow online. And sometimes I don't think those demands are quite fair. So we're going to kind of unpack this a little bit. KJ, how you doing today?
1: I mean, I'm doing wonderful. It's crazy because as we record this, I'm in your city and you're not in your city. So I'm in <laughs> Washington, D.C. right now. And yeah, I mean, for those of you who are un- un- uninitiated on this whole Darius Cooks thing, it's a mess. And you can look in the show notes. We're going to link some things to, uh, you know, articles and re- Twitter and Instagram and a whole bunch of stuff. You can get a lot of background on this. But like Anella said, we really wanted to talk about um, the response, the online response, and specifically how many people are openly caping for this man, bro. Like, uh, And for those of you who are not a part of the hip hop culture, caping means uh, basically that how many people are going out of their way to support this young man. You know, imagine you're Superman, you put on a cape, hence the term caping. So... There's a lot of people, even with the complaints in the Better Business Bureau and all the liens, tax liens and the lawsuits that are public knowledge that are out here uh, that show him engaging in allegedly scam malicious behavior. There's still a lot of people and who are not just standing for him, because if if you choose to stand with Darius, so be it. the thing that bothers me in Anella is the open disdain and hate that's being thrown towards one woman in particular and i'm gonna let anella go ahead and kind of lead us into this conversation so we can get to the meat and potatoes no pun intended
0: Okay. So like KJ said, we're going to link to the show notes. Um, we'll call it a reference document. It's really just going to be a Google Doc that has links to some of the social media posts, some of the Better Business Bureau complaints, and some of the uh, like formal media articles that have come out about Darius and about his work, his business now. And some of the alleged abuses and or scams that Darius has run include Plagiarizing other people's recipes, trademark infringement, online abuse, assault, wage theft, um, uh, he failed multiple health inspections, things like this, right? So it's, it's a pattern of behavior that at least we're being shown through this very public drama that's playing out. So about a month ago, the kitchenista, who I would say, at least in my view, is one of the most prominent Black food bloggers in the nation, Um, she has been doing it for more than 10 years. She has a really large following both on Twitter and on Instagram. She does this really fun thing called kitchenista Sundays, where she'll take you through what she's cooking. And it's like this online community, like everyone shares what they're cooking. A lot of people will follow along and cook with her using her recipes from her cookbooks, which is really cool. And so people get to feel like they're a part of this, you know, really vibrant food space. She does a lot of teaching in her content where she'll show you the how and why of making this dish or like this tip and trick, which I think is very useful for home cooks. So I'm a big fan and I follow her on all platforms, right? So about a month ago, it's the middle of July, so I would say a month ago, she started posting a series of allegations about Darius Cooks and his vast empire. And people, I think in the beginning, kind of didn't know what to do. At least I didn't. I hadn't ever followed Darius, so I had known about his work and I had heard most of these allegations before. But uh, frankly, it just his his videos didn't interest me. I'll I'll just say it like that. It it wasn't something that I found to be informative or useful. So I had kind of ignored him. And I didn't really know what to do. But I was watching because I was like, this is fascinating. This is a very prominent Black woman who is speaking out against another very prominent Black man. Um, And basically, her explicit allegation is that he has a pattern of years of abuse that predominantly have harmed Black women. And I was like, this is... This is a real conversation that we need to have in many (laughs) parts of the Black community about the ways that we engage with people and prop people up and celebrities harm Black women, right? So I was like, okay, this is an important conversation. And I would say that there has been a lot of support online for the Kichinista, but there's also been this hint of backlash, which I find to be very nasty. And that's why we wanted to talk about this. So yes, she's outspoken. Yes, I would say she is at times, you know, appears to be going for the jugular. Um, she's also posting what she calls receipts. So screenshots, She'll she's like dug through his old social media posts, interviews, et cetera, where they discuss things like doxing, um, which is basically sharing someone's personal information online so you can get your followers to go after them, which is extremely not only harmful, but it's really scary for the victims. Um, so I respect that about her. She was like, I'm going to fight this fight, but we don't, we don't come with receipts, right? We're going to share the stories of the people who've been wronged. We're going to elevate their voices. We're going to use things he said on his own platform to support our claims, et cetera. And KJ, I'll leave it up to you to talk about the backlash that we've seen.
1: Yeah. (sighs) So just like Anela told her little story about um, how she was familiar with Darius, I would like to do mine as well. When I started Black Food Fridays last year, I started following a bunch of prominent um, food content creators who were Black. And Darius was definitely one of them, because like Anella was saying, uh, he has a sizable following. Um, he has no problem talking about how much money he's been able to make, which for me... Was interesting because as black people, especially black creatives, we don't really talk about money. And so I thought that was an interesting thing. Uh, so I, but I followed him maybe for one or two months because uh, he puts sugar in his grits a lot uh, to the point where it was making me uncomfortable. And so I unfollowed him. And with that being said, I didn't know any of this alleged scamming behavior that was going on until I saw the Kitchenista and Anella, you know, was sharing some of me, sharing with me some of the stuff that the Kitchenista was posting and other people were posting. The backlash against the Kitchenista has been quite frankly disgusting in my point, in in my opinion. Uh, I'm not the guy who's going to tell you that we have to support every black person on earth. That's a fallacy. Some black people do trash things and they shouldn't be supported. However. When someone like her, who has a reputation of being honest and transparent, uh, who provides great value, both for free and to her paid customers, I would think that she, of all people, would be giving a little bit given a little bit more latitude when it comes to and uh, like Anella said, she shows receipts. Right. Everybody's always like, where are the receipts at? This woman is doing that. And there are people who are attacking her mental health, that are attacking her parental skills, that are attacking her cooking skills, her expertise as a culinary artist. A bunch of negative things that don't have anything to do with the issues that she's bringing to the forefront, which is this man has shown a a pattern of abusing black women, uh, a documented pattern of uh, misappropriation with funds and overall scammage, if you will. And so as a black man, especially a black man who to be clear is and has been uh, accused of not being supportive of black people and not being supportive of black women with nary a receipt to show, which is why I don't lose sleep about it, this is coming from a place of concern that people can just say things on the internet, truthful things on the internet, and still get lambasted. Like, I don't don't understand that. It's not like this woman has said anything that A, can't be proven, and B, hasn't been documented for years, and the way they're going at her it's crazy. And so that's why I wanted to talk to Anella about this as a black woman specifically who does food content and who does get a lot of hate mail, a lot of negative comments, a lot of nasty things said about her, her husband, her hair, her weight, her this, her that. You know, I, I'm really interested in And how do you feel? Like, how have you been internalizing this? Uh, how are you processing this? And how do you feel about what Angela's going through?
0: So, I mean, I, I'll say a few things. Before she even started bringing this to light, I had already heard all of these claims about Darius Cooks, right? It has been bubbling in, like, the Black foodie ecosystem for a long time. It is not a secret. Uh, so she she came and she brought receipts. And like you, I think I expected people to give her a little bit more latitude because she has a history of being outspoken, right? She talks about a lot on her platform that's not just food. She's known for making recipes that are delicious and work for the home cook. But she also has openly talked about mental health, which is not to say that this woman is unstable, right? Like, I think it's, it should be more normalized, especially for Black people, to talk about their mental health, to talk about seeking support for their mental health. Um, but so she has a very large platform. In my view, she has a lot of credibility. And uh, she has a history of talking about things beyond food seems like the perfect person to weigh in on this,
1: on this right exactly exactly
0: and there have been a lot of vocal uh, supporters but there's also been this cadre of folks who tell her to just shut up and cook and that is the same vein i think of people who tell me to just shut up and make content right they're the people who and in her case for 10 years she's been cooking for them providing content providing you know, Sunday community and recipes and all of these things. And she she gives people a lot of free game. She does have cookbooks that you can purchase. But, um, you know, I think that, at least from my perspective, as somebody who follows her, she gives a lot of value. And it just... I I won't say that I was surprised, but I had hoped that she would have a little bit more latitude with people who maybe understood that this is a battle and needs to happen because of the historic ways we've allowed men, including some prominent Black men to abuse Black women, that maybe this is about one organization or one person, but also speaks to a larger conversation we might need to have in, in this culture. And people are like, Not just shut up and cook, which goes back to the sexism of it all, right? They only want her or they only want me or another Black woman when we exist to serve them in the way that they want us to serve them. When we show up with free recipes, when we show up with, you know, free game about local restaurants, when we give them free guides and all of these things that they want that do cost us money that we find other ways to fund that we, you know, we work hours and hours on, we put our expertise behind, and then we step out of quote unquote line one and they're like, just shut up and cook. And I think that is just so indicative of, I think the issues that we have sometimes as a society processing Black women when they are assertive. I won't even say angry. I will just say assertive when you see a black woman who's calm and confident in her don't fuck with me ness it to some people reads as anger as they're unhinged yeah, as sure. and and really i'm like actually i would say that you know anger might be something else <laughs>
1: right, right this
0: this in many instances like it's an it is an internet brawl it's going to be a little bit ugly which is the nature of the beast but i wouldn't say that even if she is angry, that that anger is not warranted, right? Why do we have to just shut up and cook?
1: It reminds me a lot of, um, and work with me on this parallel I'm going to make, right? But it reminds me of LeBron James. Um, I think her name is Laura Ingram, who's a Fox News caster. And she basically told LeBron and other black athletes to shut up and dribble. Um, and he Colin Kaepernick and, you know, even athletes like Mega Rapino and I can go on and on about the athletes who are using their platform um, because we care so much about sports and they're leveraging that um, to speak on human rights issues. I feel the same way. I think the same way that LeBron and Mega Rapino and people of their ilk are being treated, I think, The Kitchenista is currently experiencing that. Whereas, like you said, bro, we're just here for the content. And Here's my deal. If you're one of those, I'm just here for the content people, why can't you just shut the fuck up and wait for the content to come back or unfollow her? Like, why do you need to go in her mentions and attack? Like, just unfollow if all you want is content bro just unfollow am i am i am i tripping
0: no i mean and, and i think she said that even when people have uh, come at her on twitter she has quote tweeted it and been like you don't need to announce your exit don't let the door hit you on the way out right like we it's odd to me that people who are openly admitting that they just want free content now feel entitled to in- interject and like hop in your mentions or your DMs. I get DMs from people too, um, to be like, well, I'm just here for the food, so I'm going to unfollow. You could just hit the unfollow button without pouring right. that. <laughs> it's right there, it's prominent. And so, you know, if people people feel the need, even by doing that as they leave, they they feel like you need to accept their displeasure. And, and this is something I've been really working on boundaries with my online community. And, you know, I have a boundaries highlight on Instagram now. Sometimes I'll do Twitter threads about my boundaries. And people are always kind of surprised. But I'm like, no, because I want my community to understand that I'm a human and to understand that I don't think certain behavior is acceptable in this online community. Because if I make it plain, then when I cut them off, they cannot act surprised. They might pretend they're surprised, but they won't actually be surprised, right? I feel like it's about establishing norms. And I think she's done a great job of that, but no matter how good you are at setting your boundaries, there's always people who are going to try to cross them.
1: Yeah, and I know almost every episode I bring this up, Anella, but this is why the threat of being punched in the face is such a good... (laughs) It's such a good deterrent for a lot of internet chatter. People don't feel like they can get touched. So therefore they say the wildest things online, because if I'm not mistaken, she's in Michigan, right? So if she's in Michigan and I'm in Charleston, South Carolina, I can just fire off a tweet real quick or get in her comments and say something and attempt to hurt her, um, without having to feel the hurt, without having to look in her eyes and see the damage, if damage is being done. I'm sure she, you know, has tough skin at this point. But, yeah, man, so, like, people come at me online as well. Uh, People come at me offline. I hear things all the time. I don't worry about any of it because, again, no one's going to fight. And so that's another thing that pisses me off is, like, yo, y'all, we... We, I'm going I'm to say we in the Internet going society, we have just got way too comfortable with talking to people like they crazy behind these usernames. And I vow one day it's going to come back to bite some of these people in the behind. That online talk is going to catch up with you in real life. So that is my that is my by episode disclaimer of don't talk crazy on the Internet, because one day someone's going to see you. Thank you for that.
0: Well, and I, I've said this to people when I've set my boundaries about DMS, because if you don't know, probably the, the internet space where I'm most active is Instagram stories. It's, it's so much more real and less kind of filtered than posting on my feed. And I can throw something up casually on my stories and just have a conversation with people. But people, I think because of that feel like my DMS are always open for them to dump on me. And I explained it this way. And it even the the like really nice, really active, really kind people in my community who I chit chat with a lot, a few of them messaged me and they're like, it blew my mind when you said this. I was like, think about sending me a DM, like you're sending me an email. You're sending an email or you're even calling me on the phone. It's the equivalent. It is direct to me and it's personal. It's not even, you know, a comment that's like on a public forum. It is. A personal one-on-one conversation and so think about that before you type something into my dms think about how if you decide to dump your life's story worth of trauma unsolicited on me how i might empathize but that might also like really derail my day um think about the ways that you speak to me in dm and if you don't say hello but then you ask me for 12 things like would you do that in real life would you walk up to someone who you have a a, a semi-social, parasocial relationship with that you kind of know, but you don't really know, and not say hello, but then just demand 10 things from them? Would you do that? And when I explained it this way, people were like, my mind has been blown, and I need to reevaluate the way that I interact with creators via DM. And, you know, it's just like this, this space has developed so quickly, and it's so different than what probably most of us grew up with. And so sometimes we treat it with a familiarity that uh, is not the same. People would never say the things to me to my face that they say to me online. I know because I've lived in this world for my entire life.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And can I add something to your story is the fact that everything you just said times a hundred people a thousand people i mean you're getting hella views on your instagram stories and so if even just 10 percent of those people send you a message every time you post a story because you use your stories way more than i do you you'll have like 20 30 slides going if 10 percent of the people from each slide reach out to you i can't even imagine how it feels to be bombarded with hundreds of messages every day
0: yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I love Instagram stories because I feel like it's the most real and personal, but I get overwhelmed. And I'll be frank when I'm, I'll put up a slide that says I'm overwhelmed, I'm logging out. And it's usually the volume of stories that overwhelms me. So on a normal, regular, regular, regular day, <laughs> I might get 300 to 500 DMs. Um, and if I happen to say something controversial, spicy, it's over. My day is over and I know that it's, I don't have to reply to all of them. I've been getting better at that, but it is hard because, you know, a lot of, a lot of my longtime followers, like I like having conversations with, but it it just gets, there's like a deluge and then I can't keep up with it. So I try and I would say that I'm probably more responsive than other accounts my size because I've made it part of my work routine to go through and reply to as many people as possible. But it's, it's extremely overwhelming. And that's why I, I always tell people not to give me unsolicited advice. That if I want my community's input on where to go for dinner, or if I'm looking for something, like maybe I'm looking for a new swimsuit, I would solicit suggestions and I'll do it in a very clear way where I'm asking, there's, there's a, a submission box or a page you can swipe up to to type in your thoughts. Uh, but people send me unsolicited advice via DM all day long. And it's overwhelming. If 200 people... Send me advice <laughs> about a thing that they think I should buy. It's almost like I can't hear my own internal voice telling me that I, maybe I don't want that thing. Maybe I don't need that thing. But there's so much chatter. And so that would be my like number one tip for folks, for for community members is unsolicited advice. We didn't like it when we were kids. We didn't like it when we were teens and our parents would give it to us. Don't give it to adults that are strangers on the internet. Just don't. And and especially like we're grown, right? If uh, if I want to find something, if I'm looking for something or if I need help, like I can figure that out. But why should 200, 300 strangers be allowed to weigh in on my daily life?
1: I mean, and just for context, I have 30,000 with a 31,000 followers on Instagram. Manella has 34,000. The Kitchenista has 166,000 followers on Instagram. And so if Anella's getting 300 DMs a day for the non-spicy content, right? Imagine how much internet negativity is coming the Kitchen way. Because even if we just extrapolate it to you have 30,000, she has 166 and it's the same percentage, we're talking literally 5 to 10,000 people possibly many of them saying very mean and hurtful things. And so while we are talking a little bit about what we're we're going through, I wanna make sure before we wrap this up that you understand the purpose of us talking about this today was to say, well, I'm gonna speak for me and Anella; you can speak for yourself. That's why we have a platform, right? Number one, I wanted to come on here and say that I stand with the kitchenista. I think it's bullshit that uh, a woman with 10 years of experience in this space who has shown herself to be nothing but honest and transparent when when you know when other people are proving themselves not to be that a woman of of her stature and and is being basically destroyed by people who are for whatever reason deciding to stand with a guy with multiple documented cases of workplace abuse, um, you know, withholding pay, tax liens, lawsuits, blah, 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 yakety schmackety. So that's what I wanted to say before I left today that, I mean, there's nothing I can do other than when it comes across my face, you know, trying to provide some perspective to other people on why they should probably not add their two cents, especially if it's not going to be positive. But like, she needs to know that there are people out here who are riding with her and I'm going to speak for me and say that I am, but I'm assuming Anella would feel the same way as well.
0: Yeah, though I will caveat this because I'm like, watch us get a cease and desist letter. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, there have been years of alleged abuses and scams by uh, the Darius Cooks franchise. Though uh, in the show notes, there was one business that he had shut down that um, was determined to be, I think, either illegal or engaging in fraudulent activity. All of that will be in the show notes, but I just want to put that out there. We're talking about alleged abuses, et cetera, et cetera. Blah, blah, blah. But um, I echo KJ's sentiments. Like, I think that the kitchenista will be just fine. I don't know her. I follow her online. You know, I'm not going to act like I know her. I think she's going to be just fine. But I want not only her, but every other woman, (laughs) especially uh, Black woman in particular, to know that, you know, if you decide to speak up because you feel like there's an abuser in your community, that there are people who will stand with you. And we need to take those allegations very seriously. And some people might just be like, oh, it's just, you know, a little bit of fraud. But like fraud harms people. Um, You know, those things harm people in ways that can impact their lives for decades, uh, especially when we consider that so many Americans financially are living on the edge, right, can't survive a $5,000 disaster. So if we take that into account, how precarious the financial situation of so many of our community members are, then yes, even a little financial fraud, because I know that some people would say that, like, oh, it's just a little bit of, you know. That is very important, and it is very harmful, and it is very impactful. And we need to believe women and stand Mm -hmm. with women when they are trying to hold someone to account, especially someone who we see through all of these allegations, it seems like has a pattern of this behavior that has not changed over the years.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And let's listen. And last thing is, please don't come to me, because I don't have no time for the Well, white people been doing this forever. So why is we, you know, like just because Bill Cosby got out on the technicality and like someone came to me like, yo, or white men been doing stuff like, no, that doesn't make it right, bro. Just because they've been doing it, we should have been punishing them. And the same way with this darius stuff, like, I don't want to hear, like, yeah, well, you're not really doing business if no one's calling you a fraud. You're not, are you really in business if no one's suing you? Yes. You're really in business if you don't get sued. Yes, you're really in business if you're not frauding people and scamming people. So don't come to my DMs. Don't come to my mentions like, white people do this all the time and da-da-da-da-da. Because white people need to get smacked in the face for this as well. Their business should be put out on the street if they're doing abusive work like this. I will say this.
0: I will end on this rant because this happened to me in real life in Washington, D.C., two weeks ago i went to my favorite black owned restaurant for lunch i was picking up lunch and i was going to do some free photos for them shout out to fish scale best food in the city Um, yes and i was waiting for my food and a black guy was waiting and he came up to me and just started talking unsolicited which already is like dc can be really really bad for harassment and so i always have my like resting bitch face on where i'm like i don't freaking want to talk to you because i'm not i like literally some days can't go out in public without some dude trying to in, inject himself in my space and so at first it was polite he just said hi so i said hi back and then he goes did you hear the good news and i was like what and he goes bill cosby got out of jail and i rolled my eyes and this mfing stranger had the nerve to be like did you just roll your eyes at me and i was like sir i'm not trying to talk to you and i said wow. that i'm not trying to talk to you because first of all you just brought up bill cosby getting out of jail is a good thing and second of all now you're trying to police my behavior when with right. this conversation i don't know who the hell you are so we're still <laughs> so, so i tell him sir i don't i don't want to talk to you he continues continues and goes on a rant about how bill cosby just wanted to have fun and we should we should let black men have their fun and i was like sir I'm gonna tell you right now, you're not gonna you're not gonna get anywhere with me. I don't think us having fun should involve violating other people's bodies and rights. He continues until I scream at him to get the fuck away from me. But like, I honestly felt like there was a hidden camera because I'm a black woman in a black owned restaurant in a very progressive liberal city that's you know, known for being a thriving heart of this like Black community, lots of Black wealth in DC, you know, people are highly educated, all these things, and decides that he gonna come up to me to talk to me about how Bill Cosby just wanted to have fun. And this, this is like the kind of gaslighting that I feel like sometimes Black women receive from our own communities when we try to be like, nah, that's abuse, bruh. And black men will be like, no, they just, they just, he was having fun. And I'm like, I will, I will punch you in the face if you don't get away from me. So I have been in the bathroom <laughs> for this whole interaction. He was in the bathroom and he was like washing his hands. He was like on the phone, whatever. And he comes out right as I start screaming at this man. <laughs> and I just walks up after this guy goes away and sits down and looks at me and was like, so seems like you handled that. <laughs> right. <laughs> And on that note, we'll end. Stop gaslighting Black women. We don't deserve it. If anything, if you don't agree with us, just leave us alone. That's all we're asking. This has been a very, (laughs) a very, I would say, intense episode of the Fix Your Plate podcast on the Eat, Drink, and Dine network. We... Hope you enjoyed. Leave us a comment, leave us a review, rating, all that stuff. It helps people find us. But this episode I think is really important. So share it with at least one of your friends. And as always, we hope that you were able to take from our offerings and sit down with us and fix yourself a plate.